Welcome back to Getting Along with me, Noah Hill. I am your host and your friend. I apologize if this audio sounds a little weird. I can't hear myself because for some reason my aux cord just does not want to work with my mic. So just speaking into it. So just keep that in mind whenever you are listening to this. If it sounds like I'm talking too loud or too quiet, it's just because I can't hear myself in terms of hearing myself through the mic. With that out of the way, a couple of life updates. Let's see, this episode is coming out the 27th, so I guess it really doesn't matter when it comes out, but either way, photo shoot mini session giveaway is still going on. I have a a dedicated page for it on my website, Noah Hill Photography, so you can see all the details there, 30-minute shoot time, one outfit, 20 minimum minimum. 20 minimum images. That's a tongue twister. And whether it's a mini portrait session, couple session, I would love to work with you. Love to meet you. It'd be super great. I'm going to talk about my trip to Portland and how I went there for a photo shoot and that experience and just like a little quick life update and just whatnot. This episode is going to be more about Not necessarily my trip to Portland, but just Oregon as a whole state. I think it's a very cool state that I've been to thus far, and I want to explore more of it. So without further ado, let's jump right into it. A couple life updates. Giveaway still going on, as I said. Super stoked about that. I look forward to meeting and creating with a lot of you guys out there, whether you're hearing about this from my YouTube, my podcast, my website. Super stoked about it. Again, don't hesitate to reach out at all. So, a couple life updates. Not going to lie, yesterday, I'm recording this the 20th of August, but so yesterday, a bit of a rough day. I just woke up and I was just a little out of it. I'm sure we've all had those days where we wake up and we're just like, ugh, I just don't want to function today. I want to lay in bed. I want to watch... YouTube, I want to watch The Office, I want to watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine all day, we've all been there. So that was me yesterday, I still went to work though, I still got a lot done, but I think I was just lacking that motivation to get up out of bed and be productive, but I made myself do it, just so that way I could say I got something done, and since that was a Thursday, I'm taking my Friday a little bit slower, and hopefully going to have a bit more of a relaxed weekend, but been watching some Matt Diavella. He's a super cool YouTuber and filmmaker. He is a minimalist, and he did this Q&A yesterday with his very lovely Australian wife, and I just thought it was so cute. And But one of the things I talked about was his wife recently went to quit her nine to five to be a full-time entrepreneur, freelancer. Not entirely sure what, just because I haven't binged his content extensively, but she was just talking about the stress and having a couple mental breakdowns. And I was just like, oh, that's a mood right now. But I just thought it was funny because they called them menti bees. And so I'm like, yep, yesterday had a pretty big menti bee, just not really loving myself, not really feeling it, just wanting to curl up into a ball and just take a nap forever. Anyways, been journaling about it a lot. Just want to be open and transparent because not everything is all sunshine and rainbows. 
as life goes, but I'm doing all right now. Just a lot of journaling and a lot of just unpacking, unfortunately, some accumulated baggage that I have, again, accumulated over years. We've all got it. It's just a matter of trying to deal with that shit and let it go or just learn to be okay with it and move on and grow. Aside from the point, I don't want this to be a terribly dense episode. I don't want it to be a downer. I'm going to talk about Oregon. I want to talk about my trip at Oregon because it was such a fun time. It was the first shoot for the giveaway. So let's see. This was, when this comes out, this will be two weekends ago. I went down to Portland for a portrait session. And I also went down there just to have a good time, but mainly for the portrait session. And if you want to see that, it's on my Instagram, Noah Hill Photography, rebranding the Captain Hill account. So if you look it up, it's not going to be there anymore. It's Noah Hill Photography now, being a legit photographer now, believe it or not. And so they're up there if you want to see them. I did a portrait session and just an off-the-cuff, on-the-fly couple of shoot that I had met while I was down there. So starting with the portrait session, a lovely gal named Quinlan reached out to me, was like, love your work, would love some portraits. I said, bet, let's do it. Obviously in a more professional manner, but here we are. So I knocked that out of the park, but I met this very nice couple when I first got down there and I was getting lunch and it was at Fat Squatch PDX, a very nice vegan food truck stand. And what was super cool was when I had met them, they were also getting fat squatch and when they were down there, they were just doing like cutesy couple stuff. And then I was just on my phone and then I started, got up and I started taking photos around the food truck stand of just like the pretty flowers and the cool collage of stickers and whatnot. And so they come up to me and they're like, are you a photographer? And I'm like, yeah, I am. I take photos. And, whatnot. and they're like, what do you, what do you shoot? And I was like, mainly portraits and couples. And they're like, oh, that's super cool. Would you mind taking a couple photos of us right now? So I was like, absolutely. I would love to. So I pose them, fix up their clothing, fix their hair ever so slightly just to make sure like there's no flyaways, strayaways. You get it. There's not like a bunch of creases and wrinkles in the, the clothing. Pose them up and they turned out so good. Super nice couple. Thank you guys so much for saying hi and it was a very nice meeting you if you're listening to this hello anyhow i did that while i was down there got salt and straw while i was down there if you know what that is it is a ice cream chain based in i think it's mainly the pacific northwest but they mainly do traditional ice cream where it's dairy based but they do have a couple of vegan options which is very good i believe i got the strawberry coconut sorbet yeah this is pretty hot out. It was like 95 out and it was nice just to chill out, have some very nice ice cream. What else? I got Fat Squatch PDX. Oh, Harlow. I've been to Harlow before um, in a previous YouTube video of mine. And well, no, I guess, I guess I shouldn't say in a previous YouTube video. I should say the last time I was down in Portland, I got Harlow. It was very good. I got biscuits and gravy last time. And this time I got an avocado bagel with some roasted peppers on there was so, so good. It gives me like Sabine vibes from up here in Seattle in the Ballard area. 
but I digress. Got that. I didn't, I don't think I got coffee down there. I did get coffee at Harlow. It was like a dirty chai, but I typically go down there to get never coffee or good coffee or barista. Portland and Seattle are like so great for coffee lovers just because they're more so focused around the quality of the coffee, the origin of the coffee, which is just super neat. Excuse me. But honestly, I've been going to Oregon for a while. I want to say the first time I actually went down there was with a road trip with my dad, I want to say. And when we were down there, we were hanging out at Seaside, which is the coast in Astoria, I believe as well. So that was super fun. And I just have like a lot of positive experiences down there, like with food, with things to do and whatnot. So being able to go there as an adult is super cool because I don't stay in hotels necessarily just because I like to have a more homey experience. So I, I typically just Airbnb it. And I love staying in like these tiny home guest houses that people have set up there. Oregon is, or I should say Portland more specifically has a ton of tiny house experiences and a ton of just really great Airbnbs to stay at. So if you are in, if you're going to Portland or if you want to do a staycation in Portland, I highly recommend just checking out Airbnb and seeing what's out there because they have great locations and pretty affordable pricing, I would say. I mean, for me, I've stayed in a couple like tiny homes for about just over like a hundred bucks. I would say like within the 120 to 100 range, I would say so 100 to 120 range. And then if you want something a little more higher end, even then you could still get a decent size for about 150 to 200. So pretty cool. That's one of the reasons I really love going to Portland because I typically stay in a different Airbnb every time, which is super cool because I love ex traveling. I love experiencing new things. You guys know this about me and whatnot. But lately, I've just been making a lot of short lips to Portland. Like I said, it's like I just went there at the end of July and I was just there two weekends ago as when this comes out, I should say, because when I'm recording this, I was just there last weekend. But when you guys hear this, it would be two weeks ago. But I just thought I would give you guys like a little bit of a rundown of I guess a mini travel guide to Oregon or the Portland area more so because I've been there quite a bit and I think I know my way around. Like I know some of the not so touristy spots and I know some of the touristy spots. So without further ado, let's dive into it. So first things first is Oregon is just one of my favorite states in terms of it just being very plant-based friendly, very kind people are super great again in my experience some other people could have gone there and had not so good of an experience but just in my experience and the views are super nice i really love the mountains and the coast like you guys like i'm always talking about how much i love the mountains and the coast and it's just something about it just makes me feel so alive so food wise we're going to start with that some of my favorite spots I'm just going to get the obvious one out of the way. Virtuous Pie it is a plant-based pizza place. And it is so good. Like, so good. I can't... They have... Everything's made in-house. Everything from the dough to the pepperoni to the sauce. 
I think the cheese is made in-house. If not, then it's like locally sourced and whatnot. It's a very high quality ingredients. It's very, very good tasting. I mean, typically my go-to order is a good old pepperoni pizza with some hot honey drizzled over the top of it. So it's like that sweet, savory, and spicy contrast, which I think is so tasty. And I either get an order of garlic knots with ranched dipping sauce, or I will get an order of mac and cheese. Oh, it's been a while since I've had their mac and cheese, but it is insanely good. And what else? Yeah, and I think they change out some of their pizzas from time to time. Like sometimes they'll do a goddess pizza that's a pesto sauce base with some vegan quote-unquote chicken and some roasted veggies on top and whatnot. But I would say that's an absolute must-go to. Whether you're plant-based or not, you would I think it's great for anybody to try. It's it's quite the experience. I would say it's not necessarily overly priced. I'd say it's fairly priced because everything's made from high quality ingredients and they make a lot of their things in-house, which is super great. I love when restaurants or cafes do that. Up next, I already talked about it, salt and straw. Went into that. We're going to move on from that. Fat Squatch, they do plant-based quote-unquote fried chicken. And before I went plant-based, fried chicken was one of my absolute favorite foods and so for me to make that transition from eating animal products to not eating any animal products was a bit hard for me i was missing pepperoni pizza i was missing cheeseburgers i was missing fried chicken but then when i found out that they make plant-based again quote-unquote fried chicken it was i was like i could now i can totally be plant-based given I don't eat it as often as I would eat traditional fried chicken, which is good because greasy food, but I digress. So discovering plant-based fried foods is heaven for me because it was just a nice savory comfort food that I had missed and been wanting to try for a while. I've tried Another fried chicken place, a quote-unquote fried chicken place down there in Portland called Dirty Lettuce, also phenomenal, but that's another food wreck spot I recommend to you guys. But Fat Squatch, it's this really cute mom-and-pop food truck. Owners are super sweet. Everything's made fresh to order. I love it. I even made a TikTok about it. It was an 11 out of 10 for me. It was very crispy, like... Papa Joshua Wiseman, if you guys know who he is, he would be proud. Anyways, moving on. So drink and coffee wise, we're going to shift gears a little bit. I may talk about some other food spots that I like, but for now we're just going to shift gears. So boba tea, something I was never really a fan of to begin with, just because I didn't like the texture of the boba. It was very weird. And I think I had the wrong boba because it was the kind that were filled. And so when I would bite into it, a bunch of liquid would piss out into my mouth. And I would be like, that's unpleasant. And it wasn't like a gusher where it's like you bite it and it's chewy. It would it would just fucking pop. So that was really weird to me. Turns out not all boba's like that. Went to T-Bar. 
I went, I first went there back in 2019 and I got a hot drink that had no boba in it. And I was like, yeah, I don't really like it. But then I tried um, their actual boba iced more importantly, because they do have hot boba. Uh, I've yet to try that just because to me, it does not sound very appealing, but it is so good. I get it with oat milk again, plant-based, but oat milk is the superior milk alternative if you ask me, but it was very good. I get either an iced oat milk, vanilla rose boba latte. There's no coffee in it, but I I'm fairly certain they're called lattes anyways, but it is so good. It's very subtle. It's brewed with black tea and it has very subtle hints of sweet rose in there. It's not overpowering or take a sip of it and you feel like you just gained five cavities after that, but it is very good. That's one of my go-tos. Another one would be the lab honey lavender, I think it is. Yeah, the honey lavender, again with oat milk. Very good, caffeine-free, and it's it's just so good. And then they also have Thai tea boba, excuse me, which is very good. And dinner do Thai tea is typically made with sweetened condensed milk, but they have a excuse me, plant-based option, which is coconut milk. And it was, that is chef's kiss. So side note, I used to love, I still do, but Trader Joe's used to make these mochi Thai tea ice cream balls. And I, I would, I could easily kill an entire pack of those. And what's sad is I think they came in a pack of 15, but they're like little not even golf ball size, maybe ping pong sized mochi balls. And they were just, oh my God, so good. I wish they would bring them back. It's been probably over a year since I've had one, but I just remember always loving them and whatnot. Anyhow, moving on to the coffee wrecks. Never coffee. I always go there. Maybe not always, but it's more often times than not, if I'm going to get coffee, I'm going to be getting Never Coffee because it's my favorite. They do specialty drinks. I love when coffee shops do this. They where they craft their own drinks, make their own syrups in-house, where they combine unique, interesting, and contrasting flavors. Like, and they have super unique names. Like, I'm going to pull it up here on my phone if I can find it fast enough because we're coming up on the 20-minute mark. Anyhow, let's see. Never coffee. I apologize for this awkward pause. Anyhow, but I get the organ with, take a wild guess, yep, oat milk. And, but I get it with a couple extra shots because obviously I drink black coffee and to me the syrups are just a little too prominent. So I like having a little more a little more of that coffee flavor I should say I'm trying to find their menu right now I'm like multitasking and it's it's a little difficult but it's fine let's see menu it has like an actual list of what is in oh here we go here we go okay so they have like these handcrafted drinks that mix all these unique flavors into a latte. So starting off, the hug, 
spicy cacao, smoked chilies, cinnamon, the organ, my favorite, cascade hops, dulce de leche, and sea salt. It is so good. It, it's the perfect blend of flavors in my opinion. Like if I if I'm gonna drink sweetened coffee, this is typically what I'm gonna go to. And then they have the holy grail topped with bee local cherry wood smoked honey. That just sounds so good. Sea salt and tele cherry pepper. Oof. This is an interesting one. Rich kid. Rose water, saffron, and cardamom. And you can get these either iced or hot. None of these places are paying me to say anything about them. They're, I just I just rave about them because they're so tasty in my opinion. Midnight oil, sweet fennel seed, star anise, and black licorice. That sounds really weird, but if it's phenomenal if you ask me. But I'm always going to go back to the organ. Moving on. Barista, super cute coffee shop. What I like about a lot of these places, they typically just roast their own beans in-house or they have a place, you get it. But I'm a sucker for that, high-quality goods. Good coffee. I went there, it's been a while since I've been there, but I remember when hanging out there, I would get like multiple cups of coffee of something different because, again, unique beans, unique syrups, very tasty. And then back to the food. I love Uchu, Ucho, Uchu, sushi. It's on Mississippi. It's a very nice place. They have avocado rolls, which if you guys know me, I love avocado rolls. I could eat them for breakfast, lunch, and dinner if I could. Next, Kate's ice cream, back to the ice cream round. That's an all plant-based ice cream shop. So if you're looking for something where you want a little more flavor options, Kate's is, is a good way to go. Back to over to food. Harlow, as I mentioned, they have, it's vegan and vegetarian, so you can either get like tempeh, tofu, or eggs, but they, I don't think they do any meat. It's vegetarian, so they do like cheeses and eggs, but no meats. And then if you're going somewhere and you want a nice mix of plant-based food to animal products, then Pine State is a great way to go. They have more than one location, and just because I know some people probably know Sizzle pie is another great option too for vegan and animal product options to your heart's desire. Pine State is a very comfort foody place. They do lots of biscuits and gravies and they do have plant-based alternatives such as mushroom gravy, amazing, and tempeh bacon. Next, moving on to scenic spots. I love Mount Hood. Haven't personally been. I've seen a lot of photos there from very talented photographers who go there to take photos or go to like around that area to like those scenic spots so they have Mount Hood in the background. Next, the Columbia River Gorge. I want to shoot photos there so bad. I think they have, I think, yeah, anyways, Columbia River Gorge. And then this is a little bit more of a touristy spot, but the Rose Garden in the city, that looks amazing. Great place to take any photos, whether it be of the flowers or some banger portraits. And then these two point, these two places I really love, Cannon Beach and Hug Point, um, both on the coast. They're about hour to two hours away from the city. F phenomenal. I've been to Cannon Beach probably back in like 20... 
2016, 2017-ish, I would say. And I just went to Hug Point last year, which was super nice. And it's on my bucket list to do either a couple shoot or a portrait session there. So again, shameless plug. If you love the coast, reach out to me because I would I would absolutely love to take your photos at Cannon Beach or Hug Point because I just think there's such great locations. Also, what I love about Portland is there's so many places to thrift shop. I never really got the hype around thrift shop thrift shopping at first until I would look around and see people's style and it's very vintage, very unique because a lot of it's thrifted, which is nice because it just goes to show that clothing isn't being wasted and whatnot. But I just love Oregon in general. Other spots I would highly recommend Astoria and Salem. Astoria is definitely more of a beach coast town, not in the way that like Venice or Santa Monica may be in Cali, but it's just like a nice, just cute mom and pop shops, great places to eat, lots of fish and chips places around there if that's your cup of tea. Salem is more of a small town vibe, but very cute, good coffee places there. And then I would really love to visit Bend, Oregon. I look on Airbnb probably like once a week looking at Airbnbs in Bend, Oregon, because it is so beautiful. It, there's so many beautiful mountains around there, so many beautiful sceneries around there. And then a really quirky town that I've passed through, but never actually stayed in is Ashland. Ashland or Ashford? I'm going to, I'm so sorry I fucked this up because it actually might be Ashford now that I'm looking back at this. Oh no, it's Ashland. It's like right at where Oregon meets California, I believe. Yeah, that's pretty close. But anyhow, yeah, so Ashland is a place I'd really love to visit more in detail. From what I remember, it's more of a steampunk, steampunk, excuse me, quirky vibe. But yeah, I love. I want to explore like all fifty states before I settle in, and be obviously before I pass. But I just think that the states are very beautiful for the most part because I haven't been to all the states, so I can't exactly say definitively. But I would love to see like Yosemite, the Grand Canyon, all the staples, all the staples. I'll probably make a video or a podcast about that down the line because we're coming up on the end here. So thank you guys so much for coming to hang out, coming to listen. Appreciate all the love and support. Just know that I reciprocate it back to you and be sure to follow me on Instagram. I am rebranding myself. So I've changed my Instagram names, except for the podcast one. Follow my personal Instagram, Noah Hill, and there's an underscore at the end. Follow my Instagram, Noah, Noah Hill Photography. Follow the podcast Instagram, Getting Along Pod. Feel free to DM me. Tell me about your favorite spots in Oregon. Feel free to just say hi. And again, giveaway still going on. Check out my website. I'll link it down below. And I would love to meet you and create something beautiful. Take some banger portraits. We could explore a cool area, the cool location that we're shooting at. And my rec for this episode is going to be to listen, more so watch, on YouTube, Hotel Diablo, Live at the Roxy, by Machine Gun Kelly. You guys already know. 
I, I fanboy kind of over him, but I just think I just think he's a cool guy. I think he's a talented artist. And so be sure to check that out. It's a very, very great performance. He performs the whole record, Hotel Diablo, cover to cover, and it it's it's incredible. That's all I gotta say. So be sure to check that out. Follow me on Instagram, subscribe on Spotify. Appreciate you coming to hang out for another episode. And I look forward to seeing you guys in the next episode. I love you. Goodbye.